0: on ESPN Radio 1600.
1: Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. Unbelievable. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got
0: the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. (laughs) Ha, ha. Here we go. Three o'clock in the Mile High City. It is the uh, drive. But you know, that's uh, not to be confused with the other drive, but uh, three to five is the drive right here. It is Ray Central on the radio here from the ivory tower of ESPN studios in the beautiful city of Denver, Colorado. It is, a, it's like I say, a fast Friday, a lot of good stuff going on, not just uh, in the national and international series, but it's uh, finally time, um, hopefully, that uh, Mother, remember the commercial way back in the day, Sydney. you won't remember, you weren't born yet. I think it was uh, for, like, uh, a margarine company. And uh, this lady comes on in the big outfit, and the thing you do remember.
2: I can't believe it's not butter? Yeah. With Fabio?
0: Don't fool, Mother Nature. <laughs> you would know Fabio. Well, you knew my gel code, so that's just kind of the, the shiny Sydney Cora back there. Uh, we knocked out a fantastic uh, video cast, uh this morning, and... Uh, That uh, should be up on racecentralmedia.com here before we wrap up the show. But a good one today. We talked uh, uh, more. I'll set this up right off the top. When you do what I do, as long as I have done it, not just on a local level, but also on a national level, you get to hear a lot of stuff. And, and, uh, you know, some is real, some is not real. And many times when you have, you know, earned the respect of the people that that play in your sandbox, they tell you things, but it's not to be shared, at least not the quote-unquote source. But the big story last week obviously was the the shuttering of Abandoned Speedway um, caught a lot of people by surprise. You know, a lot of people in our industry had heard rumblings, the old saying that I kind of fiddled with Um where I say that where there's fire, there's smoke. Some people say where there's smoke, there's fire. But uh, it really wasn't a huge surprise. And then when I heard before the official announcement came out that it was going to happen, obviously you don't you know go live on air on a big stick like ESPN Radio AM 1600 and and start you know giving away names and places and phone numbers and things like that. But over the past week, I've I've learned a lot of interesting factoids factoidal stuff if there's such a phrase and we'll be sharing that with you in the program it is frankly it's really good news so I think that if you're a drag race fan or you're a motorhead or gearhead and have spent time at Bandy Murray Speedway I know it's one of the reasons I moved here an epic and iconic place uh, you'll like the story as I get to it but you know to, to, to set that aside for the moment I will unpack that later last week's Talladega we'll talk about that holy cow not only the big one in the Cup Series, but also in the Xfinity race. We'll talk about that. And uh, to kind of set the uh, the stage for today, we're going to talk a lot about everything going on here in the Front Range. Photo Joe Star Big West Racing will join us and kind of give us a rundown of the, the uh, well, what we call Local Joe segment. We'll go Local Joe with Photo Joe Star. There's a lot going on in the Front Range this weekend. I know that we're all eager to get out and, and uh, you know, man. As uh, a guy I was on the U.S. national team with, as a downhiller, uh, our best downhiller at the time was a guy named Andy Mill from Aspen. And I remember at the end of the season, when uh, the season finale was uh, the the World Cup final was the Roach Cup in Aspen. And I said, Millsy, what are you going to do? And he goes, I'm going to find a beach, and I'm going to kick out some jams. Well, I, I think we're all ready to kick out some jams and and see some – Really good and exciting local racing. So we'll talk a little bit about that. NASCAR this weekend, is, of course, is uh, the, the the super big, super speedway, all concrete racetrack of Dover, Delaware. That should be an interesting show, especially based on everything that we saw certainly last week. Uh, Kyle Busch,er winner. Poor Ryan Blaney. He is becoming the Susan Lucci uh, of the NASCAR Cup Series. You know, Susan Lucci did a soap opera for a long time. I don't remember the name of it. So I didn't watch it, but she was runner up every year for you know an Emmy or whatever. And uh, Ryan's going to get one. It's going to it's got to come pretty soon. But there's also some great stories, some some rumblings in NASCAR about some guys that, well, they got to pick their pace up. They got to pick their pace up, and we'll uh, we'll get into that story uh another i guess a byproduct i don't know why i keep talking about covid but another byproduct of of covid is with the nascar cup schedule being so changed now the cup drivers have more free time and a lot of these guys really really like to to race the dirt i.e. Kyle Busch who check that uh Kyle Larson too many kyles on the tile Running the World Outlaw Series, winning two years ago at the Knoxville Nationals. And now he's started his own series with um, the big cat, Brad Sweet. And Alex Bowman, Bowman the showman, who's got quite a deep resume of dirt track racing. Grew up in Tucson, Arizona. Used to race at at all the tracks in Arizona. Damn good shoe uh, in a sprint car. Well... He got upside down a week ago in one of uh, Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet's races. The, the uh, kind of the, it's kind of an all-star series, big money, hence the name High Limit Racing. And breaks his back. Now, when you think break the back, you know there's a lot of different definitions of broken back. I have a broken back, long time ago. But there's you know as you move from the top, very scary. Little bones, bad things happen. Down at the bottom, still big bones, bad things happen. But can withstand a lot more injury, for lack of a better phrase. But uh, Alex is out for about a month, and it it started, it, it has started to, you know, to prompt a lot of conversations uh, because Chase Briscoe broke his hand doing a dirt late model race a few weeks ago. And race at Talladega in great pain. And so the topic has now come up. <clears throat> Should cup drivers be limited to what their holidays are? But it's certainly one of the best stories here, because he spent so much time here growing up in a race go-karts, is uh, that kid, Chase Elliott, breaks his leg snowboarding. Now, NASCAR is not that unlike a lot of other professional sports. Now, certainly if the team owners, when they negotiate contracts, can limit you from your, your hobbies of flavor or flavor of hobby, that's good for them because a lot of these guys like to do a lot of dangerous stuff. And when you're a top-flight NASCAR driver, NHRA guy, Cruz Pentagon's a huge uh, Chili Bowl Nationals guy. Biggest midget race in the world. Very small, very dangerous. It's a good thing, because what you don't want is your championship contender to miss a bunch of races. Now, it has been told to me, Rick Hendrick, and of course he will, will apply for an exemption so that when Alex comes back, he's still can kind of pick up where he left off. But Josh Berry's going to jump in his cart, much like Josh uh, did for Chase Elliott and subbed impeccably. So uh, a lot of stuff going to the world of motorsports. Uh, uh, NHRA there at the Four Wide Nationals in Charlotte this weekend. We'll talk to our good friend Justin Ashley, who's got quite a, a 2023 season going. He was your 2020 uh, Top Fuel Rookie of the Year. Also talk to a young man. I'm Honored to call him a good friend and a guy that really can wheel a, a race car. Won the uh, the series formerly known. Well, I'll go into that with Chris. But Chris Eccleston has joined the program. A many-time track champion at Colorado National Speedway. Colorado National Speedway kicks the 2023 season off this Saturday. I'll be on the call, which will be very exciting. I, I love announcing races. Just did the ASCS... A dirt race down in Calhoun a few weeks ago. Sammy Swindell doing his his thing. Sammy's under a big challenge this weekend. He'll be up in uh, the hinterland up in Holyoke. But We'll break all of that stuff down with Photo Joe Star also, but uh, a lot to get to. Uh, I will get to this this new information you've probably never heard. Oh, I know you haven't heard it before. About what could be happening with our favorite uh, NHRA track. Sorry, that would be Bandermer Speedway. Um Wow, what can I say? It's definitely a fast Friday. It's a beautiful Friday. We're getting ready for a great weekend here in the Mile High. Finally, it looks like spring is here, and uh, all the local tracks will be fired up and kicking it off. And that's very, very cool. So, a lot to get to. I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hanson. It is Race Central on the radio. Go to racecentralmedia.com. The video cast our latest edition with SDK Sid, the Kid Cora, working here so hard behind the glass. <laughs> oh man, what can I tell you? Good to be with you on a great, beautiful Friday. It is Race Central. It's the drive and racecentralmedia.com. A drive from three to five. What we do almost call it us. Where how'd you pick this one? Good stuff, man. I call it, they were like one of the biggest bands in the world. They were they were bigger than big for about four or five years. Two Canucks getting together and making some pretty good music. So yeah, anyway, welcome back to the program. It is Ray Central the Radio. We're brought to you by your one-stop shop for all things. Well, North Star Liquors, the superstore in Johnstown, almost thirty thousand square feet of all the stuff that you need and the fastest pit stop for all your favorite stuff, cigars, confection foods, you name it, they have it. just a short drive up I twenty five, I was like to say uh, drive a little, save a lot. NorthstarLiquors.com. Um so Formula One, I'll talk let's talk the left one for the moment. And then I definitely have to talk. I mean, I came in here today with so many topics in my in my feeble little brain. It's like, and I, I'm kind of loosely formatted anyway, so I bounce around a little bit. <laughs> God, yeah. heard that before. But um, we got to talk about hundred days to indie. Pretty epic stuff. I've been talking about it a lot. I was invited to the private premiere in Long Beach. I really didn't want to talk about it till it made its. Uh, for public consumption, debut last night at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock's going to be late in my world. I just like to be in bed by nine o'clock. <clears throat> oh my god! When I was listening to Hall and Oates, two a.m. was like that's early night. Yeah, I look at Sydney. He's like, yeah, come in. You're old. Uh, thanks for laughing even harder. Um, but uh, God, get hundred days till Indie. We'll talk about that. We're getting ready to be uh, joined by Chris Eggleston, <clears throat> who was uh, the Canyon West champion at Bill McAnally Racing. I want to say it was like two, seven, 2017 or something like that. I remember being in Phoenix and watching Chris win the championship, which is pretty exciting stuff. Uh, terrific young man, great wife, two kids that are going to be movie stars or maybe an NASCAR champion someday in Tanner. I'm going to have to ask Chris, who's uh, Tanner's, I think he's like five now. Who's going to be handling his public relations and, and PR? When, when he, I think he's doing quarter just now. We'll talk to Chris. Uh, heck of a guy and many-time track champion at Colorado National Speedway. As I said, they kick off their 2023 season on Saturday night. Stuff starts around 4. I'll be there at 4. I'll be on the pipe calling all the great racing action uh, to kick off the season. I'm very excited about that. But Formula One uh, they are in Baku, and that is in Azerbaijan, which used to be part of the USSR, the big dark USSR. And then they seceded when Russia started to break up, not to be confused with uh, the race in Sochi, where they had actually a pretty damn good Olympic Olympics, Winter Olympics, even though I me and the journalists that I know said it was really I mean I mean a room if you stood up in your bed or on the edge of your bed in the middle of the night and weren't careful you'd slam yourself into the wall. Toilets didn't work, phones bugged, being people being fought. I mean, you know, typical typical uh, you know black helicopter stuff. And because of the th- things that were going on in Russia, they were now many of the drivers really loved racing in Sochi. But they, they like the, the Baku track just as much, but they, they really like Sochi because it's a great circuit. It was a street circuit through the the city of Sochi, which is kind of like the Monte Carlo of that region of Russia. Right on the I believe I'm not very good at history, spelling, or math. That's why I do this for a living, but I believe it's on the Baltic Sea or something like that. Beautiful place. Absolutely beautiful place. And old as old as dirt. When they have dirt there, their dirt's so old, it's older than dirt. But uh, then COVID, uh, you know, played a part in that, and no more Sochi race. But there in Baku this weekend, a track that, as I say, is is very popular, very well loved. Drivers love going there. And a little bit of a shakeup because it's really since uh, Maxi acts Max Verstappen won his championship two years ago, and then backed it up last year in kind of a boat race and has been incredibly dominant this year. I mean, the only the only driver he's really had to to contest with is his teammate, uh, Sergio Perez, in the other Red Bull. But Ferrari, Ferrari's gotten better. And Charles Leclerc is on the pole just by the blink uh, of an eye. And then aforementioned Sergio Perez, third. Carlos Sainz and the other Ferrari, as I said, Ferrari's getting better. Lewis Hamilton. Is fifth in the Mercedes. Mercedes, God, Lewis Hamilton's such a whiner. Anyway, they've got a lot of work to do. They're they're making a lot of changes in uh, the current chassis, but a lot of people think that almost because every team, especially when you have a, a team like Mercedes or Red Bull or Ferrari or, you know. The top, let's say five six teams, they're developing the car between every race. So the car that start start the season with is far different, laddie, from the car you end the season with. And many times too, you make changes and you you take such a big whack at it that you actually go backwards. Not been the case with Red Bull, but it should be very interesting uh, race this weekend. Uh, I, I it's on ESPN. Let me just look up the time here because I. I uh, haste, will air 6.55 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. So oh, that's not too bad here. 8.55, that's not bad. If I'm not dead after six hours on the mic at Colorado National Speedway on Saturday night, i will to I'm have to watch that. I know that audio, Sydney. It sounds like Ray Central Unplugged. Sid's over there. Sid works hard. Sid works hard. If I keep paying her this much, you can get her own airplane. Balsa airplane. A, airplane. a paper airplane, yeah. Well, I didn't say what kind. Um, but I, you know, I, I am a big Formula One fan. I really am. And I know there's a there's a strong Formula One market here because a lot of these people uh, show up at I, I don't know if the Celtic still does their Sunday morning watch parties. So I should call them and find out. But it's a lot of fun. A lot of really knowledgeable Formula One fans here in uh, Colorado. But I, I, I did um, I did a couple of events. It's been a long time. And we had them down at Highlands Ranch. And this was probably 10 years ago. A lot of Formula One fans. And then I had one of my own private parties out in Parker years ago. And it was pouring down rain. I mean, it was horrible, horrible conditions at a place. I think it was, I think it was at Fanoogey's show up, and there's like 200 people there on a miserable, rainy, dank. And I just moved here. I mean, driving from downtown Denver to Parker, I'm, I'm wondering when they're going to ask me for my passport. We're way out there. the One's good stuff. Uh, I'm going to talk, actually, we're going to talk with Chris Eccleston next on the program. Very excited to talk to Chris, see what he's up to for uh, 2023. I know uh, now, uh, uh, you know, They've been busy. I'll leave it, I'll leave it to that. But, but it'll be fun to talk to Chris. And, and then we'll talk to Justin Ashley. And then I will get to this 100 Days to Indie story and then uh, to my band name story. I got so many stories. I got, I got more stories than Don's has pills. Where's my dad? You said Carter's has pills. Same thing. It is Race Central on the radio. Go to racecentralmedia.com. Check out the video cast with Sid the Kid or just Race Central Unplugged on YouTube. It's going to be a great weekend. Looking forward to talking to Photo Joe Starr a little bit later in the program. Also, uh, Coyote Motorsports, longtime partner with Race Central on the radio, Race Central TV. Uh, Brian and his group will be up at CNS on Saturday. But uh, the, the number one Yamaha dealer in the market, they're the, star, they're the star Yamaha dealer. And one of the top CF moto dealers in the country, 0% financing. they got the e-bikes now. Check those out. I've got one. I love it. And uh, going in tomorrow. Tell Brian you heard us talking about him on the radio. Another short drive up I 25, just like going to North Star Liquors in Johnstown. Drive a little, save a ton. Going to see Brian tomorrow and uh, get a new ride. It is Ray Central on the radio. Chris Eggleston coming up next and racecentralmedia.com. So this is the kind of music you know, makes me, you know, walk. Think about walking out to my to my porch, which buttoned up to the strand, and that music makes me think of Christy Brinkley um, uh, rollerblading by in her bikini and her blonde hair flowing. You can, I can see that. No, okay. Anyway, it was a nice visual. Uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, my bad. This is what uh, what happens as you reach uh, the advanced age. Uh, I was thinking 3.35. Actually, it's 4.30 for Chris Eggleston, so that's A-OK. Justin Ashley joining us in the next segment. So I'm going to get uh, to another piece of business I wanted to get to, and that is NASCAR going to Chicago. I like the layout. Now, I'm not an expert with the, the streets of Chicago. Well, except that it can be very dangerous. <laughs> And I talked to Julie Geist before she left. She was a, the former president at Phoenix International Raceway, and she left that position to head up uh, and spearhead the whole effort for Chicago. Brilliant young lady, and her position was taken by another brilliant young lady, um, Latasha. Her last name's escaping me for the moment. Anyway, uh, talk about women in motorsports. Wow, two of the best. And NASCAR has a a. I believe three-year deal for the streets of Chicago. Now they've already started giving you some pushback, much like when the Denver Grand Prix ran right downtown in Denver. Then they took a couple years off. Then they moved it out to the RARE campus. And since I was involved very heavily with Centrex that time and was a series announcer and stuff, um, and actually had a client that owned a restaurant down that was inside of the track. A lot of this stuff is not new to me. They've had some pushback. Let's just, nothing really, really dramatic. But Chicago does have a, a new mayor uh coming into office. A guy named Brandon Johnson. I know nothing about him. But he takes office on May fifteenth. Well, the cup race is July 2nd, and it should be much like the Denver Grand Prix became, and and many street circuits have become their street parties, like the Long Beach Grand Prix. Started off as a race, then it became the roar at the shore and the biggest party in Southern California with damn good racing. But they've taken the same model that many of the temporary circuits, street circuits take, and that is something for everybody and everybody for something. So they've got concerts and tons of fan amenities, as they would say. So the, the race is solid for three years, but uh, NASCAR is prepared and, and Julie's prepared to sit down with the new mayor and address any any pushbacks. But there's a, there is a um, statement here that is a little, I don't want to say concerning, but the city government has and this is in quotes, that's why I pulled it up, because I have to read quotes from the city government. Contract, contract, easy for you to say, states, the city of Chicago can terminate the agreement at any time for convenience by providing NASCAR with a prior written notice at least 180 days prior to the event. NASCAR should not be entitled for any compensation or expectation of damages due to the termination by the district. That's, uh, wow, what does that mean? Well, I know what it means. And I don't think they're threatening anything. But there's a reason why they call NASCAR the Charlotte mob. No way more than I ever want to know about that. <clears throat> they can't be heavy-handed. I don't know if Chicago, though, is a place to get heavy-handed. Last time I checked, they burned that city down, uh, and then uh, uh when they kicked the lantern over Mrs. O'Leary's cow or whatever, and there's a lot of mobsters there, Chicago that'd be interesting what 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 would that look like uh, So Julie says we've had conversations with Johnson's transition team. And have been briefed on where we're at with everything, especially over the last week with the traffic and street closures. That's a big concern. And Julie Geese told this uh, guy, excuse me, told the NBC Sports last week in the Talladega. If you read between the lines here, from my experience within the sport, I don't see a problem brewing. <clears throat> But I have had little birdies tell me that uh, um, some of the city aldermen have raised issues about the race impact on residents, especially around Grand Park. Uh, they've had conversations with them. has already spent fifty million. Hmm. <laughs> Here's another interesting uh, statoid factoid whatever you want to call it. I make a lot of words up. Much like the, well, the the the, the Clash moving to the LA Memorial Coliseum. 70, 80% of the people who showed up at the Clash had never bought a NASCAR ticket because they forced you to buy your tickets through NASCAR.com. And it wasn't like they ripped people off. They just they want to track it. Want to see what my ROI is? Did the same deal for Chicago. Seventy-six percent of the people that bought tickets so far have never been to an NASCAR, at least never bought a ticket before. Wow. Now it doesn't mean that they didn't get a ticket somewhere else or hadn't gone to a race, or went with somebody that bought a ticket. I'm, I'm uh, spitballing now, as you might say. That's pretty impressive. So I, we'll have to see. I for one am very excited about I, I actually I could go. Well I can't I could go and take that Saturday night off. But uh that's pretty impressive stuff. But I mean the race is just around the corner. So you would expect that ticket sales should be this is trending, but ticket sales should be really starting to get pretty feverish. I know the Denver Grand Prix for years. They had decent uh, pre-event sales, and then I remember speaking with the Powers to Be, uh, the last year it was here, 2006, I said, we need to be having press conferences in January and announcing, you know, ticket sales, the website open and stuff, you know, for February for an August race, and it worked. The last year they were here, they had, uh, they far exceeded any of their, uh, you know, pre-sales previously. There's a lot of pre's there. But they always had big walk-up. And in 06, the last year, they had big walk-up. That that race was becoming an icon. Drivers love coming here. I mean, I knew them all. Talked to them a lot about it. Um, You know, it was just much like why the NHRA and the drivers love coming here. It's different. Different than every place they go. I'd get sick and tired of looking at a place like Topeka, Kansas every week for, you know, 10 weeks. Not that they are Always go to Topeka, Kansas. It's a beautiful city. It's a beautiful state. Who wouldn't want to come here? I'd love to see IndyCar. I'd love to hear the, the sound of IndyCars back in the streets of, of Denver. Uh, a couple of years ago, I said I put together a steering committee, and we had talked about, you know, how to ramp into it, and it had conversations with other series. And you had kind of a, a platform designed uh, with, you know, Super fancy vintage cars, our own RMVR, SVRA, coupled around a Trans Am weekend. Oh, yeah, would that have been fun? I don't think it's ever going to happen, though. Anyway, what can I say? Uh, NASCAR there at Dover should be interesting. NHR the Four Wide Nationals this weekend. Formula One is in uh, Baku and in Azerbaijan. IndyCar at the uh, beautiful. Barbara Motorsports Park in Alabama. Very fast, very flowing, very difficult to pass. There'll be a lot of action there. It is race central on the radio, brought to you in part by North Star. North Star, they're the superstore. Just a short drive up I-25 right there in Johnstown. 30,000 square feet of everything that you could possibly need. Easy to get to. They say. Northern Colorado's largest liquor store. Stop by today. Infection foods, cigars, all the goodies, and the fastest pit stop for all your beverage needs. Northstar Liquor Superstore.com. Justin Ashley coming up next here on the Blowtorch and Ray Central Media.com. I wonder if
1: you know what it means. What it means.
0: And I wonder if you know what it means. To find well, 46 minutes dreams after dreams. the hour. It I is very it the race Central radio. It is the drive. 3 to 5. What we do every Friday here on the Blowtorch from Oversports. That would be. ESPN Radio AM 1600, also streaming around the country and around the globe at the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan. That would be racecentralmedia.com. Uh, if you're a regular, you know we love talking the world of straight liners, and we got him. Justin's all good. It wasn't him. Oh, no. I hate that when that happens. Yeah, so let me, just, uh, let me just do a little business here real quick. Ah. That's good radio right there. What will happen? Cellular technology. It's uh, we just had him, and then he went. I've said before. Said this this studio is haunted. It's uh, There's something. There. Uh, we need to call an exorcist and have an exorcism, or why don't we just throw that green junk you drink everywhere, and that would uh, that would probably do it.
2: Why don't we just burn some sage and call a priest?
0: I have sage Get at home. Some holy water. I got. I got sage.
2: Okay, bring also, it in.
0: Let's bring some sage. No, let's let's throw martini water.
2: But we don't want to. <laughs> we don't want to open any portals. So we need someone to bless the space.
0: Uh, you're scaring the hell out of me. You wait. Know way too much about this stuff.
2: Well, energy is energy.
0: That's energy. <laughs> Spoken by Sid the kid. Energy. Energy. Uh, hopefully, Justin calls back. They're there in Charlotte at the Ford Wide Nationals. Um, and we had him and, oh, he's calling in a second. Elon just, Elon Werner's good. Elon Musk? Elon, you're right. <laughs> oh, if you, if we knew Elon Musk, that'd be good. He's kind of a wing nut though. Talking about energy. Where's his, what space does he live in, Sid? Cause I, I can't figure it out. Muskville?
2: You know what? Elon Musk might want to jump on race central. He's in the automobile industry.
0: He's got a little company He might make it called Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad idea.
2: Let's sh- get a hold of Elon Musk.
0: Let's tweet him.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's why I call it a tweaker. But he's a different cat. I think he, uh, uh, he probably marches to uh, the beat of a very different drum. Didn't they just, didn't they just ground his, his missile thing? Is that SpaceX? Is he SpaceX? One, or is that, it, uh, it
2: fell apart in the sky. Is that Bezos? Or SpaceX. Is
0: that, that SpaceX is Bezos.
2: No, no, no. That's, that's Elon Musk.
0: Yeah, they grounded it because they had to blow it up. Yeah. It's a bad thing. I don't think yeah. I'm going to go up in that thing. I've been invited, but I'm not going to go up anytime soon.
2: I mean, it's a bad thing, but it gives them an opportunity to learn where they went wrong and to make improvements and eventually, you know.
0: Not blow a bunch of people up in a space capsule. Sure. Yeah. Why not?
2: Yeah. It's been decades if there's since one that way happened. To, so. if there's one way to go out, though. It's getting yeah, blown you know, up.
0: No, I, 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 yeah, I can't rock that jam. I'm, I'm. Uh,
2: Let me ask you something. Mm. If, if one day, if you ever got the opportunity to go into space, would you take it?
0: I'm a space cadet. I've been there a million times. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I, I like I. That's going to be a long uh, – uh, uh, I'm going to need a Comrex, and it's going to be a long signal to do – that'll be like a four-hour delay doing Race Central from – Yeah, they'll have
2: to State. stop to get you a Red Bull.
0: Or Celsius. Actually, I like Red Bull. I like, But that Celsius stuff, kind of after a while, the the tastes um, – God, I hope they're not a sponsor. Um, I don't think I'd go to space. <clears throat> I don't know if I'd even go up on one of those you know, 30-minute – you know, cruises that they do. And don't like confined spaces like that. And I don't want to blow up. But one of my favorite lines from any movie ever, 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 ever done is in Armageddon when my buddy Bill Fickner, who plays Captain Commander Willie Rogers or whatever of the the thing, uh, and uh, uh, Liv Tyler is, is the girlfriend of the dude and uh, it was Willie Stamper. That's what it was. And he walks up and says, ma'am, I just want to meet the daughter of a salooner. Ma'am, I just want to meet the daughter of the bravest man I've ever known. And I love that. I love that. A guy that's not a space cadet, but he certainly goes fast enough to go into space. Uh, Mr. Justin Ashley, one of our favorite guys to always catch up with. Four wide nationals this weekend. Do you like the four wide, Justin?
1: Well, that's a good question. <laughs> I like racing that uh, much. I could tell you. I yeah. like racing if it's too wide, if it's four wide, no matter what it is. Uh, you know, I'm I'm probably a bigger fan of the more traditional style of racing. Copy that. You know, the, the one-on-one style, if you will. But yeah. there is something to be said about you know over forty thousand horsepower on the line oh. all at the same time. So it is unique and it is special in its own right.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I guess it's kind of a WWE spin on on NHRA drag racing, right?
1: Yeah, I guess so, right? I mean, except uh, we don't we don't want to get out and uh, start tackling each other and wrestling with each other. No. Hey, other than that, a little bit. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of
0: fun. Uh, Justin Ashley uh, Phillips Connect second in the championship. Pretty damn good start to the season.
1: Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, you know how it is. It's, it's a long year. We're only four races in, but to be able to capitalize and our Phillips Connect started to top to the track, start two events early in the year in a field that is so competitive in top fields, probably the most competitive we've ever seen, and. NHRA history so to be right now in second right behind the points leader is uh, definitely a good feeling we're super happy with the results so far early on in the year but we certainly got a long way to go so we're not so much focused on the past we're not so much focused on the future we're just focused on this race here and now and focused on the present
0: yeah I like the videos you've been posting up on my Facebook page those are those are little fun uh, tidbits
1: oh I appreciate it thank you. you know I always think it's good to uh, you know especially on social to get people to understand a little bit about not only what happens on the racetrack but what happens behind the scenes as well and what happens from a business side and kind of everything in between so uh you know we're really appreciative for the fans out there so whatever we can do to support them uh you know and provide them with content i think is really helpful
0: yeah i'm sure you've heard by now that this will be the last mile high nationals this year
1: yeah it's uh it's disappointing i think far and away it's one of the most beautiful tracks that we have on tour i mean there's nothing like Pulling under the uh, the tower over there, and look at your left and look at your right. I'm just, you know, Thunder Mountain Manish is beautiful over there. So definitely disappointing. I do, you know, hope that uh, they open a track nearby. I think that would be great. I think it's something they're definitely looking into. I just really appreciative for the Bandoneers, for all that they've done to provide us well with such a great facility for so many years. But totally understand that that's business, and that's part of it. But we'd love to see another track out there
0: soon. Well, there's, there's rumors that, that – uh... That they've they've been you know looking at some dirt, uh, getting close on something. But it's, man, it's a lot of work. I mean, if if they came back with a sportsman or what I call a club track, that would be great. But man, it's a lot of work to get a place ready and all the infrastructure and stuff, and uh, try to hold an NHRA national event in in twenty twenty five. But who knows? We'll we'll just, we'll just keep our fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, I think that's all we could do. Like you said, you got to start somewhere, and it's going to be a lot of work. Yep. Hopefully, it happens sooner rather than later. I'd love to see it out there. It's uh, definitely a solid task, but it's certainly worth it. You know, once you have the trade events out, I think it's something special. And you obviously saw, uh, you know, it happened with the Bandemiers for many years. So yep. we'd love to see it there, and we'd love to see it elsewhere as well.
0: You got it. Uh, your brother's with different mother. Get some wind. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's getting a little frosty there at the top, huh?
1: It is. It's uh, you know, look. This is what we expected. We anticipated it being like this. It's going to be tough to win out here and anything can happen on any given Sunday. You almost have to have four perfect rounds of racing just to give yourselves an opportunity to win. And hey, if we couldn't uh, take home the win, that's the next best guy. We love Antron Brown. He's a teammate. He's a fellow Team Toyota race car and Team Toyota team over there. So was really happy for AB and that entire team. And you know, they're definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with with a lot of other competitors out here for the rest of the year.
0: Why do you think I mean, it's always, you know, when they call it, say the world's fastest sport, it's always been very competitive. But you're right. I mean, when you look at it, it's you can't make a mistake this year. We can't make a mistake any year, but this year there there's no there's no there's no gaps in the deal, man. You gotta be perfect. There is
1: there isn't. The margin for error is so small. Maybe in the past there might be a larger margin for error and you never take anyone lightly, but you know, maybe you felt like okay, you can position yourself where first round or maybe even second round, you felt pretty good about who you were racing. That went out the window. Uh, went out the window really quick. The competition out here is so good. It feels like every round's a final round and you know there's no time for testing in the race or anything like that. It's just, you know, gotta go up there and put your best foot forward and run absolutely as fast as you can every time with such small margin for error just to get out there and try and turn on some wind light.
0: Yep. Talking to Justin Ashley, Phillips Connect dragster currently second. In the championship behind Steve Torrance, uh, your five-time champion, Brittany Force, Antron Brown, Mike Slanis, Leah Pruitt, Austin Prock, Sean Langdon, Dud Coletta, and Josh Hart rounding out the top ten. You know, and I'm just going to go right to the – this is – we're going into the no jinx zone, so I just fixed that. I said, like, break a leg (laughs) on your last ski run. You know, last time you came on, you won the challenge and the event.
1: That 's right, so I think because of that, you and I are going to have to have a weekly call every time before a race. I think it's only it 's only fair right
0: right well i just I just i love talking to you you and Tron are you know i 've known Tron a long time, but you know uh, Elon is uh, you know very close to my my, my heart but uh, I, what i 'm looking to do because we 're going to have the race central cameras up there because this will be the finest final, the final national ever, so we 're definitely going to get you and Tron on some tape, and i 'm looking forward to eating copious amounts of your cook's barbecue best I've ever had.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm definitely all in. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys out there too. It's uh, definitely going to be a fun event that much is for sure.
0: All right. Well, so break a leg and we'll talk to you again soon. I'm not going to go down that path anymore, but if you want validation <laughs> of, of the, the race, central camera, ask Hagen, ask caps and, uh, God, there was somebody ask Hagen and, and ask caps, or actually, Larry Dixon, it it is it is a thing. It
1: is a thing. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna speak to some people, and you know, you be careful. You keep telling people your good luck. You're gonna have people knocking down your door to try and get on your show. So we got to keep it a nice little secret that we got some good luck going.
0: Yeah, it's just you and I talking. No, I told Danica Patrick that once. It's just you and I talking. Nobody list, listen. Go give <laughs> go him help. Uh, say hi to Elon. You can watch everything going on Fox Sports One this weekend. It's the four wide nationals in Charlotte. Uh, dude, go do what you do.
1: Appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for having me on. You guys do an amazing job.
0: Thank you. There he goes right there, Justin Ashley. Uh, I had to throw that in there because last time he came on, he won the Mission Foods uh, call-out, and he also won the national event. It is race central already. Do we have to take a time out here, city? Is that what you're you're trying to convey to me? Uh, What can I say? It's Fred's Place, Cole Pars Hobby Town, two locations to serve you in the Metro. If they don't have it, you probably can't get it. Don't muck around with some goofy internet site that sends you the wrong thing. It's broken. You can't return it. They don't want to talk to you. Trust me. I've heard all the stories. Just go see Fred. Tell him you heard us talking about him on the radio, the Superstore in Aurora. It's Cole Parr's Hobby Town, Fred's place. Go tell him you heard him, us talking about him. It's all right there. Cole Parr's Hobby Town. It is Race Central Radio. It is The Drive from 3 to 5, Hour number one of the books. Uh, photo Joe Star coming up a little later in the program. We'll talk uh, Bannimer Speedway. And as you heard Justin right there, drivers and teams love coming here. Hopefully uh, something happens very positive for the future. We'll keep our fingers crossed. It is Race Central. I'm insider Kurt Hansen and racecentralmedia.com.